the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. I want to invite you to become a one-time investor with Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. Help us to keep growing in other cities nationwide, in magazine articles and other media. You are welcome to come to ltkradio.com and click on the Partner tab. We would love to see you there. Stay tuned for today's Kingdom Topic. Here's Olivia with today's message. Welcome to Let's Talk Kingdom. My name is Olivia Barrett, and I host this show that focuses on kingdom topics, things that are happening in the Bible that help us understand how to respond to our everyday. So I'm glad you're here. Welcome. I am so captured by a story in the Bible that, you know, is fun to talk about. It's actually something that, you know, you have probably been in connection with since you were very, very young. I mean, my little girls, I have I have an eight-year-old and a five-year-old, and, you know, they love coming back from church and showing me the pictures they colored and, you know, what moves on the page. And, you know, they tell me a little bit about what they learned. And, I mean, it's really fun for me because it's the very types of stories that I want my kids remembering. But, you know, when you think about the feeding of the 5,000 or the miracle of the loaves and fishes, You know, what part of that story do you think about? Like, what really draws you in about that story? Um, But I wanted to, you know, take us into something around this scripture. You know, there is something that really strikes me when you're thinking about, so the people in this. I mean, you know, the people are the ones who are kind of talked about the most in this section. You know, they came to seek out Jesus, they kind of gave up their schedule for the day to be there and listen to him, and now they're all there together. It doesn't say they're complaining, but Jesus is noticing, and the disciples are noticing that they are needing to be taken care of. You know, they need to eat. They've been there a while. And so, you know, these people are there. I mean, it's kind of an interesting moment of recognizing just somebody saying, hey, I am willing to be in this new place with Jesus, but I really don't know what I need while I'm here, (laughs) which is very human. That is a very human response that they would be in something brand new and still not even know how to be prepared for that. And You know, here pops in this little boy who has lunch and they use that lunch, you know, and the disciples obviously are just having a harder time in understanding this. Um, There's actually explanation for that, which, you know, maybe we'll go into that later on. But, you know, they're kind of just in a place of, okay, so what do you want us to do? Because (laughs) we don't really see an answer here. So when Jesus performs this miracle, in front of the disciples, 
you know, were aware that he did this in front of them because it was for them. Like they needed to see that in the middle of what they were facing, God still was good and powerful. And so that really stands out to me too. Like that moment of Jesus looking at these disciples and saying, I just need you to go again. Like just walk back out there. Let's go see, you know, what food is actually here. And still that didn't make sense to them. I mean, what if they found a little bit and it still wasn't enough? But Jesus had an idea, like he had an idea that they didn't have. And so when they bring back the food to him and he multiplies it right there in front of their own eyes, I mean, it kind of has to shake them a little bit for them to say, okay, like Jesus is still performing miracles in the middle of the things that we're going through as a group, you know? I mean, I guess if you have read some of this, you know that right before they did this, they actually were trying to get away um, to have some time to grieve because John the Baptist had just been killed. And so, you know, they're in the middle of their grief while that all these people are now following Jesus. But Jesus needed to do this so they could actually see it in the middle of their grief that he still had a plan. Okay, so, you know, you're looking at that and that is such a wow moment for the disciples and what's going on there. Um, You know, so now I'm thinking about the people again. (laughs) And so, you know, the disciples were in a moment that they needed from Jesus, but what about everybody else was there? Well, you know, it doesn't actually go through and tell us the sermons or the ideas that Jesus was bringing up. But it was so intriguing that these people ended up staying there so long that they were getting hungry. Now, I mean, I know that for a lot of us, you know, we're hungry with like within an hour of doing something, you know, like quick, go grab a snack, grab something to drink. I mean, you know, you you find yourself, you know, wanting to snack around. But really what they're saying is they were there so long that they needed to eat a substantial amount of food. And so this wasn't just a snack. (laughs) You know, this wasn't just quick, give them a bite of bread and they're going to be fine. I mean, the disciples knew this. Jesus was aware of this. You know, the people there were hungering. And I know that in the count of the Bible, you know, there is reason for this, but it it was only counting the men that were there. Well, there were actually women there too and children there. And so, you know, when you're thinking of this, I mean, if you've ever been around uh, men and children when they're hungry, (laughs) I mean, let's feed them as quick as we can, right? Like this is an important thing that needs to happen in order to care for the people that are there. Well, they didn't expect him to feed them in the tangible way. And the reason why we know this is because in scripture, it doesn't say one time that someone from the crowd came and asked for food. It only talks about the disciples noticing. So the disciples noticed that the crowd was getting hungry and they went to Jesus. In another uh, version, it actually talks about, well, it's in another book where Jesus is noticing this and then talks to the disciples. So However, the order happened, um, no one from the crowd came to them. So, you know, it's interesting. These people were there. They were aware that Jesus could give them and teach them things 
that they had never heard before and they wanted more. But like other teachers that they'd experienced, no one was going to feed them. I mean, that actually wasn't part of the expectation. And so even though people were hungry, they were staying. And, you know, just to really say, like, if you can think about those moments for some of those people there, how it is that you are telling yourself, it's okay to be here. I want to be here. I know I'm hungry. I know my kids kids are hungry. I know my husband's hungry. Like we're sitting here because we want to be here. We've never heard teaching like this before. So we want to hear it. And so they're putting themselves aside a little bit. I don't know if I've ever really thought about the posture of the people. It doesn't say they're complaining. It doesn't say that they've come and asked. It actually says that they were people that were hungry. That's how they're described, which means that they were maybe asked acting hungry, but they were not overly uh, responsive about this. They were really just aware and wanted to be there to hear Jesus. So I'm thinking about this perspective, how Jesus is, you know, we see those moments with Jesus and the disciples. What we don't see are the intentions of Jesus to the people um, because it's not mentioned. I mean, we know that he is caring for them. He says at one point, they're like a sheep without a shepherd. And this is all in Mark 6, you know, that you, you can see these parts of the story. But it really doesn't say much about those interactions. Like you don't really get um, the tangible, you know, sense of how all of this is working for the people. So I wanted to set up a scenario because I've been reminded of something. So I was actually looking at a bookmark that I found on the floor. It's, it was a gift from a few years ago. My mom loves just, really cute things that have, you know, the face of Jesus on them or, you know, a cartoon or something that she can give to my kids. And she handed us these bookmarks years ago. And it is a picture of Jesus. It's a cartoon. And Jesus is with the boy um, and his little bowl of fish and bread. And I found it on the floor. Literally, it was in like a plastic container, like it wasn't even like the packaging was still there. So this one, this bookmark, somehow we didn't use. And so I pick it up and I'm like, oh, that's so crazy. I just, I haven't seen this bookmark in so long. And I pick it up and I bring it into my room and I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to go ahead and hang it up because I want to look at this. Like this might be a really good time for me to talk to Jesus about loaves and fishes, you know, like, I bring a little bit, whatever the little bit is, you know, Jesus is going to do something about. And so I'm hanging this little bookmark on uh, a corkboard that I have that's really close to, you know, where I'm here and recording. And so I hang it up and it's one of those bookmarks that the image changes, like when you move it a little bit. So you can kind of see, you know, it looks like there's two pictures together, but it looks like it's actually moving right there on paper, which is really neat. And so I'm looking at this and I realized something. I have looked at this bookmark for years, thought, Man, that is such a neat picture. That little boy handing Jesus his very little, like the very little that he gets. And would you know that actually I was looking at it all wrong? <laughs> I was realizing that actually the picture 
is Jesus handing the boy food. So even though I know we typically are thinking about that the boy is handing, um, you know, those loaves and fishes to Jesus so he can use them, um, it was actually on this bookmark, it drew the attention of another child that's there in the crowd. And that little bowl was empty. And Jesus actually handed the bowl, it's in this bookmark, handed the bowl to this kid, and it was filled up with fish and bread. And the reason why I know that this is the meaning of this bookmark was because the amount of the fish and bread in the bowl doesn't match the amount that was in um, the gift, like in the lunch that was given. And so I thought this was interesting. And it started these thoughts of the people in the crowd. Like, you know, they were coming to Jesus with empty bowls. I mean, think of this. Like, we know this is true. I mean, like in the tangible sense, they didn't bring anything with them. (laughs) The disciples had gone through the crowd and couldn't find any food. (laughs) And so they were there without food. They didn't have food to give them the energy to help them when they were hungry to, you know, even be in a point where they were saying, yes, we're even going to take a break and go eat. Like, none of this was happening. The crowd themselves were just coming to Jesus. They didn't even take into account that they needed to have dinner on them when they were walking to go find out where he was. So they're there, and they're there to receive. But what they thought they were there for was to receive from him the words, the things that they had heard that no one else was speaking in their life. So they're there to receive things that are just mind-blowing and exciting and maybe even hard to hear, but they're so hungry for it, they just they just couldn't move from their spot. Today, we are announcing membership for Let's Talk Kingdom listeners. Be the first to know what is being offered through membership content, discounts on mini courses, and other free content that will be coming in for members only. Come in and sign up at ltkradio.com forward slash membership. We will see you there. They just had to stay. And it's such a neat picture. Like the more I think about the people in the crowd, that they were ready to receive from Jesus. But what they didn't know is that Jesus the whole time had a plan. (laughs) I mean, this is God working through Jesus. Like this is such a great picture of the Father giving to Jesus so that Jesus could actually be a shepherd to these people in a moment where they thought they needed direction because of thoughts they were having, or, you know, maybe they didn't understand why the law was a certain way, and Jesus is speaking to them about a new idea or something from the kingdom that came straight from his father, right? I mean, these amazing words that's coming from Jesus, but it was really these moments, too, of they were sitting there in the tangible, where they they were empty. They did not have food. 
And I love this picture of this bookmark because when I realized I was looking at it completely wrong, I mean, it was com- it's completely from a perspective of what I assumed this bookmark was showing. But it's absolutely showing a kid from the crowd with an empty bowl an empty bowl. And when Jesus hands him back the bowl, I think it was like three loaves and a couple of fishes in there, you know, so you know that it was not um, what was given to Jesus, but it was what Jesus was giving to someone in the crowd. And you think these people, you know, would be expecting a gift because they had traveled for so far, but there's no record that they were sitting there complaining or expecting something that they didn't know if it was going to come or not. They were just eager to be there and willing to sit for hours and hours in big crowds. Um, you know, I know that this is a little bit from how we've seen it here in shows and in movies. But it was kind of a picture, too, of how the disciples had to amplify Jesus' voice because the crowd was so big. You know, they were standing out in the crowd and having to speak to to other people that were further away. I mean, there's just so many neat pic- pictures to think about around the actual people that are sitting there. But what I want to take us into is just this idea that these people didn't expect to receive anything in the tangible. They were there to receive in a spiritual way. They were really excited for what was happening and what was being opened up in their minds and how their hearts were starting to, you know, move around and really, you know, beat for the excitement of the kingdom. And you could you could sense this. I mean, as the crowd was getting larger and larger, you know, they weren't there to cause harm or to chase him down. They were actually there because they wanted to hear from him. They really wanted to hear And to think that they received in the tangible, the food, you know, it was a miracle because from the the disciples perspective, it came out of nowhere, you know, I mean, how in the world did Jesus multiply something that was so, so small right in front of them? Well, I mean, that was for the disciples. They needed to see that because they needed to be reminded that God was doing the impossible and he was going to do it through them, right? Like, so, so they needed that, especially in that moment of such severe grief. But what about the people who didn't expect the miracle? Like there were people in that crowd that had no idea that they were going to be provided for. They just got to be a recipient. So, I mean, this too, you know, has been really mind-blowing for me because here at Let's Talk Kingdom, we actually have a giving portal where we give to uh, people who need gas and groceries. And it's called the Dream Funnel. It's actually a group here in Facebook, but it's an invite-only group. It's so that people who are asking for maybe 50 bucks or $100 for gas or groceries can actually request it and be authentic with it. They get a chance to tell us a little bit of maybe what they're facing or if they don't want to, they really can just say, hey, I'm requesting, you know, $50 for gas. You know, it's a little bit of a tougher week. Um, I don't know how my husband's going to get to work tomorrow, but we're asking and would love uh, for, you know, if anyone feels led to care for them and just having this thought that, 
you know, gas and groceries are really hard to find at a good price right now, you know, and it's eating in everybody's budget. And if you're already tight, um, it's extremely hard, you know, to keep putting food on the table or to make sure that gas goes all the way through the week that you need it. And so it's been just real Amazing. I mean, I don't know how else to describe to to watch what God keeps doing in these small amounts that are happening for people that need gas and groceries. Well, here just this last few weeks, um, there has been, you know, a lady who needed groceries and she was just kind of on a brink of a real disaster. You know, she didn't have any groceries and literally there was four days from the time frame that she asked until the moment she would probably see, you know, either money or food come in for her. And, you know, it was like, we've got to do something about this. Like, We've got to do something. And um, everybody has, you know, just as they request money, they can only request up to $100 a week. And so, you know, it was a brand new week and she really was just asking, you know, asking what could be done. And so uh, it was really amazing. We had actually received um, a little bit more than had been expected and so got a chance to really gift her um more than what we thought we were going to be able to do. And so um, there's groceries on her front porch. It was like late one night and she ends up sending me a message. And, you know, it feels like it's a message that like for somebody who's in the crowd, like this is how I completely viewed her message when it was happening. You know, somebody that's in the crowd that is so eager to hear from God, that is being, you know, in a place where um, circumstances are kind of acting crazy. And and they're coming to God saying, you know, we really want to hear from you. But what we don't know is how you're going to show up. And her message to me was just out of gratitude, but being seen in that, like, the moment of of recognizing that she wasn't alone, you know, and and I mean, it was crazy because it turned out that her little boys ended up having COVID at the same time. So when she received food from the Dream Funnel, which is part of Let's Talk Kingdom, it's the group that that I function this giving portal through. Um, she actually was so blown away that that it helped her to to experience God. Like she experienced God in a way that you know is so custom and so personal when we're in that moment of need, you know, that that she was really seen and loved on and cared for. And so I wanted to share this with you and would it bless you in the way that it's blessed me. I don't know what I could ever do to repay you or I don't know what to do to show how grateful that I am to watch my babies get in the microwave, I mean, get in the fridge, and then get in the microwave and eat something. You don't know how good it feels to be able to come home, get some food, and take it to the hospital with me instead of being starving, knowing I can't do anything. I mean, I just, you have made this house a home right now. Thank you so much. You don't know what you mean to me. You are my angel. You are my guardian angel, and I know it. And I love you so much, and it's so crazy to love somebody that you've never even met. But I love you. I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
God, thank you for these big stories, but how that you have really amazing moments throughout these stories that sometimes get missed. And I'm thinking about the miracle that you did for the people in the crowd, how they were recipients of something they didn't expect, but how it probably moved them. I mean, we know in the next chapter, it moved them into knowing you and being hungry for you even more. And so, God, I just, I pray blessing over our giving portal, like where we're giving gas and groceries and how that is explaining and expressing love from you. I just really believe in that tangible way of giving. And so I really ask that your hand um, bless this giving portal. I ask that the recipients of these miracles would be experiencing you. Um, I ask that it would turn around things for them, that they would not be stuck in circumstances, that they would experience a very small gift of groceries or gas and experience the living God because of that. Um, I really ask, too, that you move in this radio show, that you would be helping us experience things that we didn't even know were possible for us, like where we sometimes think they're for other people, that we would be recipients ourselves, just like the people in the crowd of the story, that we would find ourselves receiving from you because you already had a plan to give. And so thank you for loving us, for picking us, and for reminding us that we're not alone because we're not. And we are grateful for stories like this in the Bible. Would they would they come to life like in our everyday? Would we acknowledge that sometimes we are the people in the crowd and we really just need a surprise miracle from you? Would we receive it as kingdom people? In Jesus' name, amen. Olivia wants to offer you a lifetime membership to the mini-course called Direction in Detail. It takes the confusion and doubt out of hearing God's voice and jumpstarts your confidence in listening for God's direction. Get this exclusive offer at ltkradio.com and click on the mini-course called Direction in Detail. Thank you for listening to Let's Talk Kingdom. What a joy to talk about risking on God's voice and the power that you have inside. You are welcome to come and visit us on our website at ltkradio.com. Thanks so much for joining me today. I will see you soon. Thanks again for connecting to Let's Talk Kingdom Radio. We will see you next week. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.